This is in the air to right field. Back it goes. Nando has done it again. Fernando Tatis Jr., a grand slam. Myers drives one out towards deep left center field. Back goes Heinemann at the wall. It's gone. Another grand slam for the Padres. The shot out of deep left What is going on, Friar Faithful? Another episode here of the Grand Slam and Padres. We're back on audio for this one, but in the end, I still encourage you guys to follow my YouTube channel or anywhere, of course, you listen to this podcast. Greatly appreciate it, uh, and to which we have really been climbing up on the YouTube, so I can't thank you all enough for all this support. Uh, It really means a lot. really does. I do this all for you guys, and uh, it's a lot of fun, man. I did not feel good this past week, but now oh, it just feels so good to be back closer to opening day and closer to Padres opening day. Now, of course, we are all aware of the new Major League Baseball rule changes. Whether you like them or hate them, I do want to talk about the pitch clock on this episode. And I wanted to, at first, give my own insight here, like... I wanted to break it down where I didn't judge ultimately right away, but I wanted to also give that opportunity and that window for this to be a way to, okay, watch a few games, see how it goes, how fast are players going to adapt and go on from there. Now, this is still something that with the new rules in general, not just one of the very few This is still something I think we have to give time. However, I will give you more of my insight now. So, breaking it down. I'll 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 get straight to the point with, with two of the three. I love the new bases, the bigger bases. I think that's totally fine. Uh, When it comes down to it, especially if the Padres can get more aggressive on the base paths, I am all for that. Alright? So, that one... And also the no shift, I love. Uh, The no shift, I think, is so clutch. Uh, I like the rule about the infielders having to be two feet on the dirt by the time the pitch comes out and the ball's in play. I think that's fantastic. I don't know about you guys, but I think that's a fantastic rule. I like the no shift. I understand we saw something with Joey Gallo, despite his hot start, when it came to an outfielder in center field coming to right to basically be what a left-sided infielder like Manny Machado was when the shift was happening in 2022. So that I feel like could be cut and easily restricted within opening day. The fact that Major League Baseball has now seen this, because if you don't know Friar Faithful or Major League Baseball fans in general, if you're listening, when it comes down to it, The infield is restricted, but outfielders can still shift in a way where they can basically do that. You can have it to where it's two outfielders and the center fielder comes really steep in to basically play an infield. So I think that's going to get changed. I really hope it does. I like the no shift. I think it makes just great things happen where hits that should have been hits last year are not are outs. And that's it. I mean, I think 
a lot of left-handed hitters who don't strike out and know how to put the ball in play, like Juan Soto, are going to really benefit off of this restricted shift from the infield. We've seen it. Juan Soto's been great despite a calf issue. Uh, question is, is he ready for the WBC? Is he ready for the Padres to make that bank? Let's hope so. Uh, so with that, that's going to be kind of an ideal situation. I just think that the no shift is going to be very nice, but I think a touch up in the outfield will be even better. I think that teams, if they get away with that, it's basically calling the band shift pointless at this point uh, when it comes down to the nitty gritty of things. Now, I wanted to take a couple games in to really soak in the pitch clock. And like I said, everyone, this is not my final verdict or anything like that to be said. I'm for it. I'm against it. I I'm in the middle still. But I will give you my pros and cons to this. I'm all for change when it comes to trying to make the game better. Baseball, within the past few years, let alone last year, has surpassed 30 30 minutes. Wow. Three hours of game time, which is a lot of dead time involved. So you don't really want that. Uh, with that being said, I, I, I think that seeing the comparisons uh, between a simulated game to where it's got the pitch clock, you're seeing three or four pitches being thrown within the time one pitch is thrown in general in a game of last year with no pitch clock in the major leagues. So I, I, I do like the way it speeds up the game, okay? I, I'm all for that, but I feel like I feel like this can really, really go down the drain quickly. Now, if these guys adapt, it's going to be great, and I feel like it's just going to be smooth as butter. Minor leaguers had to take some time to adapt to it. In fact, pitchers have a harder time in the minors of adapting to this pitch timer, which if you're not ready in time to throw out the pitch or for a batter, focus in on the, on the pitcher, you get a violation. So batters, of course, get a strike called upon them, an automatic strike. As for pitchers, it's an automatic ball if they don't get in their windup. So with this pitch clock, it's estimated... Of course, it's going to be different, but it's estimated that around 20 or so minutes is cut off from a game to where you're just trying to speed it up, get more action, so you don't see batters stepping out, always adjusting the Velcro on their gloves, or pitchers basically stepping and shaking off so many pitches, or doing a lot of pickoff moves, which is also restricted, which I do like that one as well. So it's trying to restrict all the dead time to get more playing time. And I, I, I totally get it. You want to see the ball put in play. You want to see athleticism involved, no shift, try to make it more exciting, just more action, more motion, more poetry. Right? So with this, however, I feel like it takes away suspense from major league baseball because us true baseball fans, all of us, right? I don't think we can ever convince anybody to watch baseball due to the fact that it's been cut down by 20 or so minutes, maybe 30. Okay. If you got to brag about a game being cut down just to try and watch it, I just don't think that's the right way of going. I think suspense is the reason why I got into baseball around 2015, 2016. I'm, 
I feel like we're all different. All right. We're all different. You're not going to entertain everyone for the same needs, the same standards. But in the end, I got into baseball, whether it's the regular season or the postseason, because of the fact that you're always wondering, oh my gosh, he's shaking off this pitch. He's shaking off that pitch. Or he steps off the mound. He throws this kind of pitch. What's he going to throw next? He, the batter. It's just those quiet moments, those quiet and subtle moments build so much suspense in Major League Baseball. Now, this was early on first spring training game for the Padres, at least. Manny Machado got a pitch timer violation in which he was 0-1. He said there's going to be a lot of times we're 0-1 this year uh, in the count because of the fact that, look, it's tough. It's tough to adjust to. So if you don't know, there's a lot to be said and done. There's a lot to uh, keep an eye on. And now that 12, I believe 12 or so, handful, maybe, yeah, I believe a dozen umpires have retired to where there's a dozen new ones. These guys got to keep up with more of the game than ever before. And with that, you have to make sure that a catcher is ready within nine seconds. A hitter has their eyes and their head pointing and focused towards the pitcher with eight seconds or more remaining. And a pitcher has to start getting in their windup by the time that clock hits zero, which can be tricky. It's like a play clock in football where sometimes the quarterback snapping the ball, get away with it <laughs> at zero seconds. But Hey, in the end, there's a lot to keep track on. It's been okay. Now, surprisingly enough, uh, it's been noted on sports illustrated uh, that pitchers have a higher higher tendency of breaking the pitch clock violation than hitters do i thought it was going to be the opposite because hitters right they got to get in there they got to be focused on the batter oh my goodness but i feel like some hitters are still able to do their routine and to which all they got to do is at least stare at the pitcher so they can basically go into the final wrap up of their bat wind up, their bat twirl or whatever you want to like do. As long as they're focused, they're going to be they're going to be fine. So hitters are ready to where pitchers, they got to just throw a pitch. They can't even shake anything off. That's going to be the tricky part. I, I Like I said, I thought it was going to be the opposite here. We saw Manny Machado get into a pitch violation. Some pitchers, Blake Snell got into a 1-0 count or anything, like an automatic ball, basically called upon him for not getting ready in time. Uh, it's it's tough. It's tough. We've seen some batters get a, get striking out because of the automatic strike, but you got to be ready. So I wanted to pull that up, thanks to Sports Illustrated. 81% of pitch timer violations last season in the minor leagues were done by pitchers. So only 19% by the hitters. That's interesting. Uh, it's been told that it took around a month for full getting used to making it a habit, adapting to this pitch clock. Some guys think it's good for baseball, like Garrett Cole. Uh, some guys like the pace. Nick Martinez, who's going to represent in the WBC. He likes it. Blake Snell feels a little rushed. You're going to like, like, look, you're going to have different opinions on this. So it's not surprising. Now, I just don't think this is going to be good, especially for playoff baseball. I, like I said, y'all, I'm okay for change. 
I think this is good to get rid of a lot of dead time, yes. But when it comes to playoff baseball, that's what makes it so great. You love in between those pitches, the zoom-ins. I've worked in the the video industry where if you do live games and stuff, and you want that suspense buildup, and no matter what sport. So for baseball, I feel like you're not going to have time to put your cameras up on the pitcher, the batter, the manager, the fans, anything like that. You're going to be more focused on, okay, going back to camera one into which, all right, here's what's on the pitch clock. Get this ready. Get that going. See the pitch. Get the out. Get the out. Get the out. I just feel like it's rushed. I feel like here's a good way to put it. I said this to my friend, but I feel like it is so significantly true. I feel like this pitch clock, especially in the postseason, you might as well. Get on MLB The Show, the video game, and just spam the X button or whatever kind of console you have and just spam it until you get rid of all the uh, the little details and just get right into the batter's box or get right onto the mound and then just do what you got to do. That's what I feel like is happening. Now, you may like it because, yes, it provides more action, but I feel like this is killing the suspense that makes baseball so great now i am curious i think what the final verdict will be here for our faithful and major league baseball fans is that i want to go to an actual live game with this pitch clock happening i think that that will be pretty interesting and the fact that i love baseball you all know that i talk about it daily uh however i like more so watching a game on television because i feel like i can focus more you got no choice but to watch the TV, listen to the great Don Orsillo and Mark Grant, to say the least, for the most part, and go from there. When I'm at a game, I'm more so hanging out with friends, you know, getting those really cool uh, <laughs> beer bat bottles. Uh, yeah, that, that, that thing is pretty cool. I got a Padres uh, beer bat from the postseason, so still have it. Um, and anyway, anyway, getting into it. I just feel like that I would always be distracted. I just feel like you can't focus too much. It's great, but it's not the same as to where I'm actually watching it on TV. Maybe because the angles are also easier to just dissect. I don't like the outfield, just saying, by the way. I'm more of a third or first base kind of player uh, to where I like to sit there. Um, but when it comes down to it, I don't know if this is going to be the way for baseball. I think that will be pretty crucial to see if it's working or not and if that faster pace of play can actually keep me focused in person rather than just on tv but like i said y'all this is just gonna kill the suspense where i feel like in postseason baseball it's gonna feel so rushed it just i get it actions needed to be done there's got to be less dead time but i don't know I don't know. I really wonder how this is going to work out. There's been several instances where there's violations. Do these guys get used to it? If not, what happens? A lot of guys feel rushed. A lot of guys like it. So do you, what, where, do, where do you find the middle ground here? So it's going to be just so interesting. Like I said, y'all, I don't have a final opinion just, just yet. But I, at first, I did not like it too much, and I'm going to still stick with that. I wanted to take a couple of games in, and I just feel like that 
This isn't the way to go. If you have, like I said, this is going back to the beginning. If you have to brag about baseball being cut down 20 to 30 minutes to try and get non-baseball fans into the game, that's not going to get them into the game. Show them the pimped home runs. Show them players like Tatis, Acuna, Bryce Harper, Trout, Otani. Uh, I can keep going. But show them that kind of stuff, man, where it's just so exciting with big plays, big double plays. This pitch clock, though, I just feel like it's being so forced upon to, like, be like, oh, my gosh, like, look look what we're doing to baseball. Look at the average time. I don't think that's the way to go. I, I, I don't think that's the way to go. Suspense is made for sports, especially baseball. And if you take that away, you take away what true baseball fans love, right? I, I just think you're putting so much risk into pleasing non-baseball fans that I still think can give a damn about the game to where actual baseball fans, a lot of people don't like it. I've seen it, and I'm going to agree. This isn't baseball. This is not baseball. That's the beauty of the sport, right? Like, hey, I'm going to a baseball game. Oh, what time are you going to be back? Whenever they get 27 outs. That's it. That's what we love about the game. I feel like if you're spending tickets especially, and that's why you like the game a lot, you're going to want to stay there for the long run and just focus on getting those 27 outs, and that's it. I I, I would hate to feel rushed. That's one thing I'm going to definitely be keen on and focus on is like, okay, the first time I go to a game in person again, am I going to feel rushed to where it's already the sixth inning within an hour and a half? Yes, I, I'm going to say that now. Let me know what you guys think if you feel rushed in any which way. But yeah, I mean, there's been times where there's 20 runs combined to where it doesn't even reach three hours. So yeah, it's incredible. It's doing its part. But like I said, y'all, this is not the way I think baseball should really, really go. Now, we'll give it time. If adaption is made, great. But man, I it's tricky. It is a tricky one to where I feel like, uh, I, 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 it just kind of killed my vibe. Like the first spring training game, I was like, it's over already. And e even after that, like just everything else, I'm like, it's over with already. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's, it's got its good value. But it's also got it's bad. Like, I don't mind. Like, if I'm spending my money on baseball tickets, I'm spending it to stay, you know, a few hours. I don't really care. I'm a patient human being. I think we all can be if we watch baseball. It's just that this is just, it's a reach. It's a reach, man. So I'll give you my final prediction whenever there's a Padres game. I think the first one I'm going to go to is a big giveaway to which, okay. Let's see how it is. But when it comes to postseason, man, I just think this is going to blow. It's just not going to be the way to go. Now, don't get me wrong. No shift and bigger bases. I'm all for it. I think that's fine. In Major League Baseball, prevents less injury, more athleticism, more opportunity to steal bases for sure. But in the end, a pitch clock to try and speed up the game 20 to 30 minutes, if that. I, I think you're forcing. I think it's a reach. Uh, um, 
So I want to know what you guys think. And of course, if you guys like this uh, content in every which way, at least for audio purposes, please, by all means, you guys can subscribe to the Spotify at least. And I believe other platforms as well. Uh, I see I have almost 30. So that's actually pretty incredible. So thank you all so much. Uh, so make sure if you want to keep notified for at least audio podcasts for this show and content for Padres baseball, please make sure you subscribe, turn those notifications on. And of course, check out the YouTube channel. Link is in that link tree where you could see in the description anywhere. So can't thank you guys enough. I want to know what you all think. If you want, you can send me a DM on Twitter or in any which way. Please also follow me on there. Grand Slam Padres. You can check out the latest episodes and updates there. Uh, trying to grow that community as well. So I want to know what everyone truly thinks about this. I just, like I said, my decision is not finalized here. But I feel like that this is just a way to where, last thing I'll say, last thing I say, it's it's a reach, but in the end as well, baseball can be a hard sport to get into. I remember I had to talk to my dad so much about certain rules and to which, yeah, it may sound easy, but like, okay, understanding what happens and how many outs you can actually get at a baseball game. It's pretty incredible. Uh, but in the end, it's a lot to keep track of. And it's a lot to understand, especially once you start getting into the more extensive stats and everything like that. Imagine having to tell a newcomer in baseball about everything. Okay, the catcher has to get ready by X, the pitcher by Y, the batter by Z, and if not, X, Y, Z happens. So that's another thing I'll put out there. I think this makes it even tougher. It's just... It'll be interesting, man. It'll be interesting. So, yes, it's got some good for the game to speed it up a little bit. But in the end, you're killing the suspense, man. I want to see I want to see stare downs and everything. Those quiet zoomed in moments from the cameras in every which way, especially in the postseason, man. That's what makes baseball so fun and so anticipating. So let me know what you all think. I'm not the biggest camper about this, but hey. If this change is made for the greater good, then okay. Okay. If they like it in the end, the hitters and pitchers and managers as well, I'll take it. I will take it, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. So this is right now on hold, <laughs> but my answer, uh, my final prediction. But in the end, I really think that this is going to be going south for baseball. So I'll see you all soon in the next video. Please keep an eye out for YouTube content as well. A new episode has been uploaded about Joel Musgrove's injury on his fractured left big toe and how that impacts the Padres rotation. So please check that out as well as other videos if you haven't and subscribe to the YouTube. Uh, I'll see you all in the next one. Let's hope it's some good Padres news going forward and that we're ready getting closer and closer to opening so I'll see you all in the next video. Can't wait. And uh, yeah, bring the gold, the new slogan for the Padres. Cannot wait. Cannot wait.